0: Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Stephen. And this is In a Barbie World. The
1: podcast where we look at every Barbie movie from 1987 to the present day.
0: From fairy tales to literary classics.
1: From Mariposa to Mamadia.
0: It's time to get unboxed.
1: Readjust your lippy.
0: Rock the ball gown.
1: And let's get our Barbie on.
0: Barbie, roll on the princess and the star
1: so i like a i like a remake of one of our favorites in a way
0: yeah currently sitting at number two barbie as the princess and the pauper 2004 this is 2012's barbie the princess and the pop star clearly trying to Relive some of the success that they found, and it was a fan favorite. And by this point, I imagine they would have become aware of that, um, especially with the internet.
1: I mean, it's, it's 10 years, 20 films later. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the
0: 1881 novel, in theory. Um, I was, I'm not going to lie, my expectations going in were so high because the first one is. So, and like, it's not the first one because this isn't a sequel in a sense, but I'm going to consistently refer to it as the first one because it's sort of a a re-imagining, I think they would call it these days. Yeah. And I was so, so excited. And the evening is... Freaking incredible! I think I literally wrote this is possibly the greatest opening we've ever seen. We get introduced to the princess and the pop star through a mashing up of the two songs, one which is "Girls Just Want to Have Fun," but princesses just want to have fun, and an original number from the pop star, and it's it's ex- so excitingly edited and 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 put together, and the song is really high energy, and it's and it's fan bloody tastic.
1: So. I oh, we're going to hold our fire about right? how we feel. <laughs> I I have a confession to make. And this is this is a dark confession, but it's only you and me here, right? Sure, really, sure. no no one else is going to hear, right? So it, it, when my kids were growing up, not only did they watch Barbie movies, but they used to watch something else on TV. And I've got to admit, I fucking loved it. I loved Hannah Montana, right? Yeah, really really fucking loved Hannah Montana and I, I, I'm i sure I made them watch it more than they enjoyed watching it. And I don't know why, because it's a stupid
0: it's
1: Well, but you know, it's it's a Disney show with morals and blah blah blah. It was quite fun watching Miley Cyrus go off the rails at the end and blah blah blah. I have no real interest in Miley Cyrus as an artist now. But then I loved Hannah Montana. That's the vibe I was getting from mm-hmm. this. Not that it was about a girl that is a a normal girl by day, pop star by night. It isn't quite that, but I just got this whole, here's some people with high aspiration. The, the, here's two people who've got jobs that they shouldn't be fucking moaning about.
0: Oh, like, tell me about it. Karina, yeah, they live, I was like, sweetheart, you need to reel this in.
1: Yeah. Like, oh God, it's so it's hard. So I can songs for my new album. Yeah. And you're like, or, or, or I'm a princess with a magic fucking comb. Stop moaning about your lives. However, and I've got a feeling I like this more than you in general because I really fucking enjoyed it because it's giving me that whole...
0: I know what you mean. And I wouldn't be surprised if Hannah Montana was a big influence in it because it would have been around the same era. It's
1: a bit after. I did double check this to see if they were literally... Going for that, but it's Mm -hmm. it's a bit after it. But you know, in the same, hard to tell, wasn't it? Because things on the Disney Channel are are repeated ad nauseum. So I probably wouldn't even be aware when it stopped. It was probably still going. But it's got that it's got that Disney Channel feel to it, where these these kind of cool people are maybe the relatable, maybe not. But they're in these sort of high aspiration jobs.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: And and that. And, that, and that's the feel I got. And I was able to, you know, I'm not really big on songs and music, right? I mean, I like music. But no, I don't like musicals. My heart sank when I realised. But I I thought all these songs were all pretty fucking good, actually. There's one that's like from Legally Blonde, um, yes, isn't it, that they, it's, that it's they cover? Not, it's the
0: cover, yeah. It's the song that opens Legally Blonde, Perfect Day. Yeah. Um, and... yeah I enjoyed the songs.
1: But I was—I think I wasn't really watching it. I, I was just having it on as like a background album, right? Where there were these kind of—I kind of like that kind of poppy, baked, manufactured poppy, high energy oh. pop stuff. Yeah, that's my bag.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I was enjoying it for that, mm. whether I liked the story or not, whether I was really invested in these two characters, which. I really struggled to tell apart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I niche and like the first Princess in the pauper movie made such an effort to give us two distinct personalities that we grew to love and care. And when they switched, it was like a a thing. It was like a thing. They were like, Oh my god, like the first thing they realize is that they look the same. That's the first thing that they realize. Like the Lindsay Lohan parent trap. Mm. It's like, oh we have the same face. They didn't do that here. It took them ages of talking to one another before going, oh, we look the same. And, like, the the others managed to do that with the different hair colours, whereas these guys took fucking forever. And it wasn't until they literally changed places that they were then, like, oh, we look the same. And I was like, what? Why are you only just having this realisation now? Nobody else noticed. noticed. Like, it was so weird. It was so weird. And, like their abilities are so distinct. Like, in the other one, it was so much more grounded in reality. And I know we're talking about a movie that I can't fucking remember now, but there was probably... I mean, there was there was talking animals, but they could only talk to each other. It just... Even though the first one was a, a medieval musical, it felt so much more grounded in reality than this modern-day one because we had fucking fairies, we had people um, being able to sing like famous pop stars, like, and nobody noticing the dis- difference. And... We had a fucking magic hairbrush and a magic microphone and we sort of understand the origin of the magic hairbrush. We never told the origin of the mi- magic microphone I hate it I hate I hated it I hated its its hairlessness and it's disrespect to the audience where when I first got introduced to the concept of a magic hairbrush I was like wow, I've just had an amazing opening, I'm really on board, like, girls just want to have fun, like, let's fucking go, oh, I love this dog, like, I'm, this is going to be so good. And then it just took the piss and I started to get really annoyed at these, like, bratty women who I don't know, Just most of the movie is montage, I don't know anything about them or care, the other dog was really fucking annoying. Both dogs were really annoying.
1: So, so the
0: I just couldn't oh. help but compare it to the first one.
1: Yeah. So the princess uh, Kira is that her name? No, Tony. No, Tony. Victoria. Tory. 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 Right. She's got a King Charles spaniel girl dog. Yep. With, with, with crimped ears. Wow. <laughs> and. The Kira is the pop star, yeah, with so purple hair, who has a, a spike, the bulldog type thing with a pink mohican. Yeah, is that is that how best to explain it? Yeah. And to start with, they're fine. Apart from when they're together, then they start talking to each other in the voices you expect which, them to talk to, with.
0: Which the cat which we've seen is, before. Mean, yeah, we've seen this before. But these but they two were just funny and interesting and not overused, whereas these weren't they were the jokes were so forced and but they, they hated were barely
1: there and they had those subplots. So we've had it before yeah. where there's like a secondary plot or a secondary running joke where we've yeah. had something like that. I'm thinking about Fashion Fairy Tale or, or the one of those ones, which I think I'll we'll always go back to because I really enjoyed them. But yeah. the, the, there was like a subplot, the one with the fashion house um that is a fashion fairy tale isn't it yeah where where there was a sort of sub story going on where they were doing their own kind of thing and it was just you know you can take it or leave it these guys didn't really do anything other than be there and they were i thought the designs were horrible
0: oh awful
1: and i thought i couldn't literally tell the difference between the ironically kelly sheridan only plays one of the characters
0: (laughs) yeah
1: so they've put different voices in so it should be easy but honestly if you pause the movie at any time i would not be able to tell you which character was tori and which character was kira at any time
0: and you're meant to be able to tell because of the necklace they both have a very similar necklace which again like what
1: i mean very fucking similar the, the and 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 the their little young princesses
0: they knew it right away. Oh God instantly and this thing and just to like do a side rant, like Prince and the Pauper is very similar to Cinderella. They are beloved ancient store ancient but like you know really old stories across the, 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 the known across the world and they're very popular and they have a lot of remakes but they are very they are very easy to get right. they are seldom done right. The reason the princess switch with Vanessa Hudgens on Netflix is an amazing example of a good prince and the pauper story is much like however, after a Cinderella story with Drew Barrymore 1996 is an excellent example of a Cinderella story. You have to ground it. So it makes sense. You can put whatever you want on it. As long as you make sure that the foundations are solid in, "However after a Cinderella story, which leaves the house, he will become ruined. She will die on the streets, basically. We know that. And as a fact, we accept it. And therefore, she has to stay in the house. Prince and the pauper, you have to give a good reason as to why they switch, why they remained switched, how people don't realise that it's them that's been switched. You have to put these foundations in place so I'm okay with what's happening. And then the shenanigans can ensue. And... Very often with She's the Man is another excellent example of it. person that would 100% know that that's Amanda Bynes and not her twin brother isn't allowed to fully see her face up close while she's dressed as her brother because we know that she recognises her, so they don't allow it. They don't just suddenly, randomly be able to dupe this character. Otherwise, that would throw everything out of proportion. And In comparison to the Drew Barrymore one, the Lily James one, Why don't you leave, Cinderella? Just fucking leave. Oh, well, my parents loved that house and now I love that house. What? So you're willing to put up with actual servitude because you love a house? Why in the fuck should I root for you now? Like, that is pathetic and stupid. And it was the same here a little bit. Oh, I really want... They both wanted the same thing when they thought they could get it from each other's lives. That's not necessarily a bad setup. But by having a pauper, it allows the, the whole point of this story, I think, is that you put the monarch amongst the people and they make good changes for the sake of the people. And there were still plots about droughts and yeah. diamonds, but it didn't quite fit together and it was also shallow.
1: Well, it's like it's like I said at the beginning, right? You've got two people with a high aspiration jobs, no. right? So so it's like the princess and the princess, frankly. They might as well just <laughs> go to different kingdoms. <laughs> now. So, 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 the, the whole, yeah, you, you've kicked the nail on the head. that That is the problem with this, right? The, the, they've got really fucking shit. The, well, the princess has got no fucking problems at all, right? The princess yeah, yeah, not has got a the best. There's, there's, there's nothing. Oh, she's got to write a speech. Oh, no. That's the worst thing she's got to do, which is fucking unrealistic. You don't think Kate writes her own speeches, <laughs> yeah, do you? That's true. But anyway, forget about that. um And the. And the And the pop star, again, high aspiration job. Her problem was she wasn't doing a fucking job. what What she was doing was she was doing a concert and then saying, and now I'm going to write an album the same night. Actually, she just planned her day a bit better. Yeah. She would have been all right. She was trying to, and she was a control freak but, but she that never
0: got to have lots of control. So if she wanted to go back to basics and release an album that was mainly acoustic, which seemed to be her problem, she wanted to sing from the heart and the yeah they we weren't letting her. She had so much control over her own career it seemed that if she but... wanted to release an acoustic album, no one was going to bloody stop her.
1: Yeah. She could have done a fucking Taylor Swift, couldn't she? It, it, it just never it never I, I just didn't care. The other thing is you pointed out so the the kingdom so the princess is exposed to the fact that there's been a drought and um, that people can't afford to go to this concert, which I didn't realise.
0: Which, again, it's like, it's not like we're talking about people... We're not in a cosy lives. We're not in a cosy lives in this kingdom. They just can't afford £100 tickets to go see your local Taylor Swift, which, like, I can't afford to go see Taylor Swift, but I'm I'm still all right. I'm in a cosy lives.
1: But I didn't didn't really get the sense that there was... Her, her, the king seemed a nice fella, her dad. Yeah, His, her arm was a bit of a, a bit of a pain, but she wasn't horrible. Yeah, she wasn't horrible. She, she just wanted her to write a speech. Judge oh me. bless. Um, so I never even got the sense that this was a horrible place to live. This drought thing came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, and.
0: As of well, the diamonds. Like, there are fairies in this movie oh, that tend ha- to a magical diamond tree. And you're like, oh, sorry, I meant to root for you, Miss I'm without Learning about the drought. Because,
1: again, I may have switched off and just was listening to the music while doing something else. But I thought that... the, the So there's, there's this... Hidden in the middle of a castle, there's this magical greenhouse behind a m- mystery door where's a gardenia plant, which basically... I don't know what it does. It just grows diamonds.
0: It grows diamonds, yeah.
1: <laughs> but later on in the film, and the, and I thought that was just where the wealth of the of the country came from, but then it suddenly was like the heart and soul of the country. It was yeah. like it had this mystical property. I'm sorry, I may have missed it, right? Because it's been a week I since I watched it. I
0: couldn't tell you either. But I
1: don't yeah, remember I it. It just came from nowhere. Let's not Actually. even talk about the Ken. Like...
0: Oh, what Ken! Like what again, in the original? They take the time for us to get to know both Kens who are going to match make with our princess and Pauper by the end, and they are functional to the plot, and they are helpful and they are useful. It, like the villains in this, everyone else seemed redundant, and they felt afraid to give our main characters any flaws beyond they're all they're both awful, ratty people in theory, but fundamentally the movie's like, oh look, she's. Fun loving, and that's her flaw. I mean, well, how is fun loving gonna tie into her then being a pop star? Because it wasn't like Kira wasn't fun loving. Like they're not gonna teach each other valuable lessons of the importance of.
1: They they, they had no extremes. They were just nice girls, right? <laughs> that that that. All oh, right, a One little didn't bit need pandered to, learn to.
0: Chill out, yeah, yeah. But they
1: weren't exactly huge crises, so and and.
0: Where she's like in order to be a princess you need to learn that you have breakfast in bed and then she went well in order to be a pop star you have to know that you go to hotels and order room service and i'm like
1: what are these lessons yeah (laughs) yeah these are weird lessons and i think the critical thing is you could have had a film called barbie the princess or barbie the pop star
0: Mm.
1: i don't and Just drop the fact that there were two characters that looked the same and you could have had the same plot. You could have had this magical flower that sustains the kingdom and that one of these characters, whether it's the princess or the pop star, saves the day. Yeah. Yeah, There was was no need for two of them. Yeah. Right? And then in both cases, that high job, the other one just was able to do. Just with no nonsense. no, No problem at all. Oh, I must, I'm a princess and I'm up on stage, but do you know what? I can suddenly
0: sing. And, and play guitar.
1: I Play guitar, which I may or may not have been able to do before, but it was never mentioned.
0: And no, um, it was the choreography, which was, like, alluded to, but, like...
1: That's right, that's right. It, I think it was then, and so there was a bit of world building that was missing. We could have had a lot more time, maybe drop a song, and show that... Maybe era. drop a villain
0: that were like, villains, there was like Kira's manager and Tori's aunt and neither of them were, good. and there was an interesting premise in theory, I, when we were introduced to the primary villain, which is Kira's manager, who was a has-been, and there's a funny tale of his backstory where he was a, a chipper chipmunk or something at the age of 14, he was famous, beloved by audiences all around the world, and then he hit puberty, and then he's, 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 out, he's out of there. That I was literally looking at it and I was like, that's a really good villain and a good villain backstory for another movie. Like, I don't mm. want it in this movie because it's already better than the two women you've just introduced me to. And I should be rooting for the princess and the pop star, not this has been, because he's fun and more interesting than those two. Like, put that guy in another movie and give me a proper villain for this movie, for the problems that we're going to face. Clear, because the diamond tree has nothing to do with the princess or the pop star switching places surely the main stakes could be around the fact that they switched places not
1: and and that they can't both do the job that the other one's doing yeah
0: Yeah.
1: i mean i did i wasn't so the fella that did the voice Actually, was nominated for awards for his voice work as like. Really? I thought that was the worst bit of it for me. Not not uh, not the character. I didn't think his voice matched the character at no,
0: all. No, it was off, wasn't it? It was so it off.
1: Was, and I was really surprised when I went to my favorite website, Barbie Movie Wikis, um, <laughs> where I found out this is Britney Spears's favorite film. Oh. Yeah, I just didn't think the voice matched the character or the visuals of the character and yeah. i'm thinking am i am i wrong here because he took me out of it a bit but again i, I know what you're saying i could have do- dealt with one or the other right the, the 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 stepmother no it's an aunt isn't it yeah but the aunt could have been the mother a mother right so there's no reason yeah there wasn't a mother there right there's no there's nothing there's nothing here saying oh the king was a bad father and couldn't look after his children or there's no sense that the Stepmum that sorry the, the aunt had moved her sister out of the way all the classic fairy tale tropes weren't there. And it was just she was just a bit fussy and she wanted her to act like a fucking princess, right? Which I've gotta say, yeah, if you're a princess, that's the least I expect of you. Yeah? yeah? I think I think go to a few fucking balls and make a couple of speeches. What what that's not very put upon, is it? You're not. You know, she wasn't being asked to marry somebody that she didn't like. She wasn't Literally. being asked to. She wasn't being hidden away from the country or anything. This is a fucking.
0: Because it was set in modern day, and you couldn't put any of those more old fashioned. That's right. like, well, But her life was. What, on the
1: her. worst thing that happened was she wasn't allowed to go to a concert until she'd written a fucking 10 minute speech. That, that is nonsense. So there was this lack of the princess bit but
0: but then then she literally invited the same pop star to her house for tea the following day and that was like an official invitation for an event that she hosted so even if she missed the concert she could have then ordered for the concert to just have been redone in her living room the following day because they were there anyway
1: or or just play me a couple of songs on the fucking guitar and piano as a private thing
0: the fact they were just totally wrong... familiar with the pop star
1: oh, ah, Absolutely, with a straight away in her bedroom, weren't they? Still not really? noticing they looked at each other. And that was the bit that really got me.
0: Honestly, it annoyed me so much. I just, it just, it doesn't, it. I, and and the villain had his own villainous sight. He had his own like lafou, which again I was like. This movie is an hour and 15 minutes. I need you to stop wasting time on like villain buffoonery because we've got, I hope, lots of plot to get underway. Like so much happened in the first movie from what I remember. There were people getting stuck in coal mine carts and oh, making dresses and singing songs that actually progressed the plot because as nice as these songs were, the plot stopped they sang a song and then the plot resumed
1: well because they're 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 not they're not songs about driving the plot along they're songs about they're just songs that a pop they're star like is singing in concert yeah
0: they're like British showman songs uh, yeah where they just like they just like and here's a song that could be played on the radio yeah yeah which I, I just it's weak it's weak like if you're going to do a musical do a musical I just found it really annoying. And I absolutely hated the magic hairbrush and microphone. So the hairbrush and microphone, the hairbrush changes your hair and the microphone changes your outfit. And so the switching back and forth is firstly magical, which I despise. Like, I think that's awful just, as a premise. It's just cheap. It's cheap lighting. Yeah. It's so lazy. The whole point of this is you watch shots of someone half in a wig, pulling on shoes, having to, like, all change in and out of their outfits to bump into the right people. That's the whole thing that you sign up for when you do a Twelfth a, a Night or a Prince and the Pauper. Like, that's what you sign up for, and by introducing this aspect, you take one of that buffoonery away so then you have to give it some fucking pointless character
1: and there's two of them and
0: shitty slapstick
1: but there's two of them that look the same so there's there's the fella that's like you say like the um because the two like fellas of beards aren't there there's one that's with um i can't remember the name of her manager it's got a stupid name like chiffon or something it so says one so, some something that's with him but there's another one that works uh, must be working at the concert as well, that I thought they were the same person, but they're not, they're different, do you know what I mean? They've both got the same character model or something, but they are different characters.
0: And there's the, like, stage manager woman mm. as well, who's also there, which, again, there's, like, too many characters.
1: That achieve nothing.
0: Like, like, reduce it down and, and strengthen them up. Like, yeah. what are you playing at?
1: I mean, and, and...
0: Why Why does the king exist? We could just have the aunt. And she could learn the error of her ways and learn to chill out a bit or something. Like, why also have the king? Yeah, it was just—it's so
1: weird. It was weird. and the like the, the the aunt just felt like she belonged in Princess Charm School. Like, yeah, she she would have fit in there. If it was. she wasn't extreme, no, because no, because she did nothing. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm a parent and I've probably got a different view on things, but she was not asking <laughs> that any of those children to do anything. No, she. At all,
0: she really wasn't. And this thing, I think, again in the first one, because it, it's medieval monarchy, there were actual like things where it's like, as a princess, you have these extreme responsibilities, probably like marrying a man you've never met or something, and like doing your tutor, like doing your lessons, and like just work, 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 work. Whereas they tried to make out like the princess had some work to do and it was really annoying and she couldn't lay around all day. Actually, what we saw her doing was barely anything at all. Hera seemed to be in control of her own career. I and I know there was the like the the overarching manager who would have dropped her from the label if she didn't produce an album that by the end of that week. But again,
1: but they weren't so, going to, were they? Because she, she was doing concerts that were filling entire countries. Fucking, there so was no threat at all.
0: Like at this the thing when they first introduced backing dancers in the opening number. My brain immediately was like, no, because again, the princess and the pauper don't have any other friends or close people other than their cats. And that's how they sort of get away with this and meet each other and have this friendship. Where I was like, she's got a whole entourage. Why is she going to need to go hang out with the princess and like need anything from her if her emotional needs are being met? By an entire entourage of backing dancers that she spends day and night with on tour. Like I thought this was going to be a down on her luck, inspiring singer. Who? Yeah, if it was was alone, I've... Or maybe her tour manager.
1: I can, I can, I can re-pitch this, and it would have worked. The the princess and the busker. Yeah. The princess yeah. and the busker. That would there have worked. No. Straight yeah. away. There's just. It was like it was like it's Princess Diana and Madonna. Yeah. Oh, woe is me. Life is so tough. I'm not demeaning what went Princess Diana went through, but you know what I mean, right? It's, yeah, of it's, course just these, like... these are not these are not very
0: hard to empathize
1: mm. now, you mentioned the fairies. Mm. so in this in this magical place, there are three fairies tending it, and they nearly did something spectacular with the fairies. And then they walked back from it because I can't remember where I've seen this before, but I've seen stories, films, maybe it's in comic books. I can't remember where fairies are not nice, and actually yeah, yeah. they're they're kind of evil little things with sharp teeth and sharp, and and you and whilst you think they're cute, they reverse that and they show them to be evil as yeah. shits. Right? They nearly did that with this, which I'd have thought would have been fascinating because like when um, Kira tries to touch the flowers, they sort of turn on her like quite animalistic. And I thought, oh, that would have been cool. But no, they just fucking wimp out and they start giving them free diamonds and stuff like that. And just like you know, if you're gonna live in this weird world where there's magic hairbrushes and fairies and flowers that spew out diamonds but it so there's a kind of an acceptance that this magic world exists alongside again i'm all right with that i think that, i think there's a really interesting it's
0: still the end of the world but again it's that like oh only the royal family are allowed to know about it and then tori showed the very first person that she oh, made have friend right? out of before in, like in... meeting her in any way so again I mean, so no wonder the aunt is and she left the door open behind her whilst doing it so no wonder 17 years old what are you doing (laughs) please stop this and she's like "You're so unfair and it's like you have no idea but she's not she's not
1: Rapunzel she hasn't been hiding in a fucking tower on her own without seeing anybody this was
0: not she's got sisters she's got people that live in the castle with her she's got a father she's got an aunt like
1: she's got hen lusting after her in the weediest way possible um i mean he really was pathetic what was the point i I I didn't even have a
0: name like there didn't need to be a ken in this movie
1: i don't even know who we i think he did get introduced but i don't know what he was there's a funny bit there's a funny bit uh, oh that's right because liam is not the fucking royal name right no (laughs) prince ever
0: it's a one direction name isn't it
1: (laughs) yeah well there we go 2012 Mm. (laughs) um but yeah there's a funny bit where one of them fell on the other yeah, you know it's fairly routine but that that oh, right? yeah and 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 there's the stupid bit where he, he jumps on again there's a really cool bit right so another bit i liked was um i can't remember who's who so i'm guessing it's tori needs to get back to the castle because she realizes what's going on and the but she's has the appearance of kira and so she tries to get on the royal coach and the coachman won't let her do it because mm-hmm. he thinks she's the other one, which and then in front of him, she changes her hair. using he in the magic hair yes. box, and he doesn't know do... Anyway, she goes off and takes agency for herself, and she rides the carriage, and then, for some reason, the prince is just hanging around in the street. Yeah. Why? Why wasn't he... I think he was meant to be at the concert. He gets on, and there's a comedy... There's a comedy sort of on one wheel, round corners yeah. kind of nonsense as they get back you could have walked there in two minutes do you remember that panned out it's next yeah the, the stadium is next door yeah anyway but then he's just there but then takes no part in the action and just makes a joke about oh i might vomit yeah i mean that's it that's all he does unnecessary another character that we can get rid Good. of
0: like we don't need a love interest or if we do make it part of the fucking movie <laughs> They just yeah, make of... it
1: come to anything in the end and it doesn't he doesn't he just it's just there and i don't even think he's a doll to sell there's the um oh, was the other bit i thought was hilarious this is so kira finishes her concert walks out and starts saying, oh i'm so busy we've got to work out for tomorrow's um concert some new choreography yeah, choreographer just walked by. She says, yes, yeah, so I want it to be like this. And she does like two little moves.
0: Just like whole moves.
1: Yeah. And then, then they go just like that. Yeah, okay, we'll do a new one. That's not how any of this works. That's not how yeah. choreography works. You wouldn't just do it for tomorrow like that. It, I,
0: yeah. and I, get,
1: I get it. I get what they're trying to say. But what was that all about? Because it never led to anything. So one of the things about movies is, and TV shows, is yeah. very little happens randomly, right? however you may think about it everything has been deliberately put in place and is meant to service the plot in some way or the other whether it it can just be color but by doing that choreography thing it makes you think we've got a character here who's a choreographer and that move has been taught. you think that's going to go somewhere but no it's another character that just gives
0: nothing what like the reason Paddington 2 is such a good film is because they lay down a lot of things in the first act that then come back round to completion in the mm. third act. And that is how movies work and that is what makes them good. I call it plant and payoff. It's it's not called that. It's something else. But it, I, it's my favourite, favourite, favourite thing and that some of the best movies in the world are the ones that do it to death and they do it brilliantly. And yet... That did not happen here. There were lots of plantings that never got paid off. There were some payoffs that had never been planted and it was all just a bit all over the place. Don't do anything unless it's necessary.
1: It was, yeah. It was just, yeah, I wasn't expecting to get so angry because, like I said, on the first watch, I kind of enjoyed it. But I think (laughs) I, I, I enjoyed it probably because I very quickly had clearly become disengaged with the story. And I was just treating it like an hour-long music video. Yeah. And that probably was a bit like a sugary snack. It was kind of enjoyable at the time. But there's nothing more here. I never want to watch it again.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's not you.
1: as egregiously bad and it as some of them.
0: want to rewatch the original Princess and the Pauper.
1: Yeah, I can absolutely get that. And there were there were things, there were ideas there. It was just un... We've talked about this before, where there's been ones where you think with a little bit more effort.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: What um, was it? The Magic of the Pegasus, I think. That was the one, wasn't it? Where we just start yeah. with a little bit more, with another 20 minutes around yeah, the table.
0: Nailed
1: it. or another one more polish of the script, this could have been superb. I don't think this was ever going to be superb 100%. because I think it's flawed, at its fundamental idea. Right? The Princess and the Pop store is is flawed. But with a bit of stripping out of a few characters, creating a singular villain, I'm not as bothered whether yeah. it was the manager or the aunt, but let's just make it one of them yeah. and make it and make it a genuine threat. Yeah. Lean lean into or get rid of the magic. You can have one or the other, not this kind of weird. There's some magical stuff and we're all going to go for it and that was the whole thing i don't think it ever lent into anything they, they were too yeah. similar i even though different people had the voices couldn't really tell but yeah. it's all very generic-y american voice um the yeah. sisters the two younger princesses we've seen them before yeah, yeah we we, but, we know it. again and, like... they were nice enough but they were never under any. Like, n- that, never, no one, no one was. Addition.
0: They could have, have kidnapped Kelsey them or something. Kelly. Yeah, the, the movie. Pointless, otherwise.
1: Mm, yeah, it just it just lacked genuine threat and genuine conflict, and all stories have some kind of conflict in them, right? Whether it's mild or strong, and there was nothing. That the only thing was that tori had to get back from a stadium to her castle where she lived which was a two-minute walk that was it that is the only thing in the whole because not everything else was neutered she she, um kira could be the princess pretty fucking easily once she knew what her dad looked like and and tori knew how to sing in front of her audience and make up a song yeah. in, in a several thousand people audience and let's face it she'll be used Literally. to working crowds and in front of people anyway so it was just lacking that so yeah i feel disappointed yeah I, it's, but but i did enjoy the songs <laughs> I've,
0: I've got quite, to, i did like the songs.
1: i've got to keep going you know this is not as egregiously terrible as the third oh, fairy topia yeah. movie right this hasn't yeah. made me as angry as, or probably hasn't made you as angry as yeah. Mermaid Tale, right?
0: I think I think it it's it's the poor thing is suffering as well from comparison. If Princess and the Pauper hadn't existed, or they hadn't tried to pull this off as a, a reimagining of that, I perhaps might have been a bit more fairer on it. But as it is, it you know it's no diamond castle. But it's it's no musketeers.
1: Yeah. And it's... it's Right, and we're, we're going to go to the listing. <laughs> we're, going to, <laughs> we're going to go and have a look at our... Um...
0: I know where I want to put it, and I'll be interested to see if you agree.
1: Okay. Barbie World leaderboard. Here we go. Magical willow.
0: Overall letterboxed if you want to join in, listener. Dear listener.
1: Yes. Please join in. Um, we should put it in the in the description of the advert. So... Yeah. So let's have a look. So right at the bottom, Magic of the Rainbow, which I fucking hated. Diamond Castle, which we both oh, which I we both fucking hated. Loved. And Thumbelina, which I especially hated. Oh,
0: yeah, did not care
1: for Thumbelina. Mermaid uh, Tail, which, which, I, which I think you hated. <laughs> and I thought so was all right. <laughs> and then A the Perfect Christmas, which was dreadful. So right. And then we get to Barbie rockers out of this world which i've got to thank you again you came good emily and made my saturday when that came. i thought oh, what the fuck is that <laughs> uh, em- em- emily emily has um found me the funko pop for barbie rockers anyway
0: it's it's beautiful just... i've got one as well uh oh, she sits we... on my dresser and she is gorgeous we're not we're not this isn't an advert for for pop winals or funko pops but
1: but, but no, they're adorable, wonderful. I, it it came. I thought I, the postman knocked on the door Saturday morning. I thought, what the fuck is this? I haven't ordered anything, and it's like it's not in the shape of anything I would order." And then I, looked, I thought, "Oh my gosh, you didn't tell me you'd done it or anything." It was I didn't even know you knew my address. That was the, that was the thing. So well done. Anyway, my point is, for me, Barbie Rockers Out of This World at number eighteen. Mm-hmm. Is the point where actually I don't mind these movies, yes. right? Got my issues with it, with with Nutcracker. I really like the Island Princess, Rapunzel, but they're they're all in that kind of world. So I don't I because I like the songs and because I sat through it without getting upset, <laughs> I'm thinking about put I'm thinking about putting I think as I, I still would rather listen to this than watch Barbie a perfect Christmas again which I think is the most anodyne...
0: Perfect Christmas. Sorry, I thought you
1: were going Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking about putting it at number
0: 19. Oh, same. Literally same. Like, that is exactly where I wanted to put it, under Rockers Out of This World and above yeah. Perfect Christmas.
1: For, for me, Rockers Out of, the World, Out of This World is the bare minimum.
0: Yeah.
1: For enjoyment, which is still pretty good. We've got 24 movies and number 18 is the point where i would say don't bother yeah we're usually we're usually fairly on board within a place or two but having it exactly there was quite bizarre
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right though it's 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 not quite going up into the like realm of goodness but it's not going to be down in the depths with magic of the rainbow so
1: no i i would consider it like a tv episode
0: mm-hmm
1: it's utterly harmless but it does not have anything dramatic going on to make it deserve to be a film yes which is how i feel about perfect christmas as well they yeah. both they both to me are like well yeah okay but what's the what's the problem yeah and neither of them have a problem to be solved
0: and and it's and like you if you if you're just tuning into this podcast for the first time and you haven't gone back and listened to any of the episodes like we have come to expect excellent characterization, full on character arcs, in depth villains, brilliant stakes. Like they are capable of all of these things, these movies. So when they don't do them, it's it's disappointing because we know that they're better than this and they're just being lazy. Just then
1: yet again, this sadly was another one where my DVD didn't play and I had to get at it. What I am disappointed to see
0: oh,
1: no. is that there are nearly twenty outtakes, uh, which must go on nearly as long as the movie. So
0: I rented this from YouTube, so the credits rolled, and I, I didn't get to the end of the credits because I was running late as it was. But I, yeah, I mm. nothing was coming up, and um, so they
1: most they mostly seem to be characters dancing.
0: Oh, every, every time they can't help themselves. Yeah, it's very dreamworks of them.
1: In fact, they all. They all seem to be. Crider and Rupert dance in the secret garden. Nora tries to teach Daniel a dance, but he can't do the moves properly, so I don't think it's as funny as some of those early ones, but there's a lot there. Ah, did you know there was a different plot originally?
0: Oh, was it a good one?
1: Um, I'm hard to... Look at the difference. I'm going to read it out if we've got time very quickly. Bethany is a shy princess who dreams of being a pop star. Zoe is a brash pop star who longs to be a princess. The two meet and become fast friends. Bethany even reveals her kingdom secret, an orchid that produces a beautiful diamond. They also discover with the help of a little shared magic they can swap places and see what it's like living in each other's shoes. Are you struggling to see the difference other than the names?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and like I guess the the princess wasn't that shy.
1: Ah, so And actually, this actually works better for me. So, Crider, Zoe's evil manager, discovers the secret of the diamond orchid, formulates a plan to steal it. Zoe and Bethany work together to defeat him and save the orchid, which I'd prefer under the Gardenia. The Gardenia is a bit specific orchid, is special. Um, And the Kingdom's Magic. And they celebrate by putting on an amazing concert for the kingdom. Which actually I would have preferred if that was the end result, not something that's going on during the third act. And then each girl learns something about themselves. The princess learns the strength of being confident, and the pop star learns the joys of being unselfish. So, which is interesting. At least originally, they had flaws.
0: They were a bit more distinctive flaws, yeah.
1: And Dame Devin, Dame Devin, if you remember her from Princess Charm School, is. Yeah, she's, she's the woman that's running the charm school.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And um, she appears in a magazine that's on display in this. So So this film...
0: God, that's fucking...
1: That's a deep cut. Subtle. So, but that means that this movie is in the same universe as Charm School, I would say. Princess Charm School. And therefore, Tori should be going off to Princess Charm School at some point.
0: Well, Yeah. Well, she's already graduated. Speaking of charm school, uh, lest we forget that you were really hoping that it meant where you sent like sleeper agents to train, yeah. right? Which
1: it kind of did. So
0: I have, <laughs> yeah. So I have that for our next movie, which is going to be Barbie in the Pink Shoes. I'm hoping that it's a barbified version of Hans Christian Andersen's The Red Shoes, where the devil gives the little girl a pair of red shoes that can't stop dancing and she has to chop her feet off at the end. Um, and then find God, I really hope The Barbie and the Big Shoes is an adaptation of The Red so, Shoes.
1: Similarly, similarly, <laughs> I wasn't going quite, well, I am going somewhere dark. I was hoping it was going to be a a, a, a sort of, 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 the, of the ballet, of the movie, um, Michael Powell film, The Red Shoes. The Red Shoes. Which yeah. obviously has, has its, has its Spoiler sem- where, where hopefully Barbie at the end we get so depressed she <laughs> goes for herself kill <laughs> because
0: she can't choose between her true love or her career, so she throws herself under a tree.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, that's I have to, and I have to say, The Red Shoes is one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm a huge power oh, okay. press burger fan, and same, 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 um. You can catch me on an episode of The Lamb where I talk about it and gush about it. But um,
0: it was the first episode I ever listened to. Like it's if you go to my letterboxed, it's in my top four movies. If I ever get stopped on the red carpet by letterboxed and they ask me for my top four, the Red Shoes is up yeah, there. It's in the, I mean, it's I,
1: there. All Michael Powell's films, but in particular, I just think that's just amazing. But yes, I've got a feeling. It's not, I think we're going to be disappointed yeah. again. However.
0: Regardless, it's a ballet movie by the looks of things. was from the poster and I freaking love that because we haven't had a ballet movie since the 12 Dancing Princesses, I think. Um, so I'm hoping for some rotoscope ballet, which is always, it's always a good time when we get some rotoscope ballet in there.
1: I've just got it here to hand. Princess Power's coming up soon. Let's have a look. <laughs>
0: So Barbie in the Pink Shoes doesn't have its own Wikipedia page, which is interesting. Out of all of the ones in the list, it's the only one that doesn't have its own Wikipedia page. And I, I don't know why that would be. I mean, this
1: looks, it doesn't look like the recent movies. The cover looks very like something we would have seen from the first era. Mm. dance your way to a magical adventure with barbie as kristin oh for fucks sake. can't they just call them normal names a ballerina with big dreams when she tries on a pair of sparkling pink shoes she and her best friend Haley trademark honestly it says trademark at the end of hayley are whisked away to a fantastical ballet world there, Kristin mm-hmm. trademark, discovers she must dance in her favourite ballets in order to defeat an evil snow queen. With performances to the legendary Giselle and Swan Lake ballets, it's a wonderful journey where, if you dance with your heart, dreams come true.
0: Oh, my God. I am so fucking excited. Fucking Love ballet oh my god she has to oh my fucking god she's gonna have to go through all of the like famous ballets to defeat this oh mate this is gonna be so good it's gonna be so so good i'm not getting so excited
1: i'm not getting overly excited because obviously i don't know if this dvd is gonna work
0: i mean it'll be funny if it's genuinely like the freaking best
1: but we've been here before, right? Yeah,
0: that's the thing with a Barbie movie. You cannot judge it until you've seen it because what you think is going to be amazing sucks and what you think is going to suck ends up being amazing. You just can't but, you tell. Know,
1: a fashion fairy tale and a fairy secret are fucking amazing and those titles are so uninspiring. I'm I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: Yay! So we'll see you for Barbie and the pink shoes